This is the 60th session of 100 on corporate finance. And here we're going to talk about um, an oligopoly, uh, and we're going to talk about uh, the characteristics, um, and we're going to talk about the demand analysis and pricing uh, strategy uh, in those markets, right? So what are the characteristics? Uh, five things. Uh, first, um, there are a small number of sellers. Uh, second, the products offered by sellers are closed substitutes uh, for each other. Uh, so products can be differentiated by brand uh, or they can be homogenous. Uh, third, um, there are usually high costs of entry and significant uh, barriers to competition. Uh, fourth, um, firms enjoy substantial pricing power. Uh, and finally, um, products are often differentiated on the basis of quality, features, marketing, uh, and, and other uh, non-price strategies. Uh, so that, those are the characteristics, right? And what about uh, de, what about your demand analysis and your pricing strategy uh, when you're working um, in these uh, markets, right? Well, four things I want to bracket out. First, um, you can have pricing interdependence, right? And this is a kinked uh, demand curve model, right? So here, uh, the demand curve has two contrasting stripes. Uh, it is relatively uh, elastic above current prices and relatively inelastic below current prices. Uh, this results in a kink in the firm's demand curve and a break in its marginal uh, revenue curve. Uh, this break in the marginal revenue curve implies that it would take a significant change in cost of production uh, to change the firm's profit-maximizing uh, output level. Second, uh, the Cournot assumption uh, asserts uh, that each firm determines its profit-maximizing level, uh, assuming that other firms' outputs will not change. Uh, in equilibrium, no firm has uh, an incentive to change output. Uh, in the long run, uh, prices and output are stable. Um, in other words, there is no possible uh, change in output or price uh, that may make uh, a firm better off. And of course, um, I butchered um, Kurnaz's name, I think, right? Uh, but when we get to the French lessons, uh, there will be um, strenuous uh, emphasis uh, on pronunciation uh, and correct grammar, or at least French grammar, right? Uh, so, so, so sorry about the the, the Texas accent, just butchering butchering it up. Cornage. Maybe I should double down on it. Cornage assumption, right? Uh, third, uh, game theory and the Nash equilibrium. Uh, this is achieved uh, when none of the firms uh, in an oligopoly market um, can increase profits by unilaterally changing its price. Uh, each firm um, is going to try to maximize its own profits given uh, the responses of its rivals. Uh, each firm is going to anticipate uh, how its rival uh, will respond to a change in its strategy uh, and will try to maximize its profits uh, under the forecasted scenario. As a result, uh, the firms in the market are interdependent, but their actions are non-cooperative and firms will not collude to maximize profits. And finally, right, uh, the Stackelberg model, uh, also known as the dominant firm model, uh, this assumes uh, that decision-making is sequential. Uh, the leader or dominant firm is going to determine uh, its profit-maximizing level of output. Uh, the price is going to be determined uh, from the demand curve for its product. And then each of the following firms is going to determine their quantities uh, based on the given market price, right? And that concludes this. What is this, the 60th one? Yeah, this is the 60th session uh, on corporate finance, not, of course, ruling out the possibility of bonus sessions.